Sir, we're approaching a podcast. It's part of the Legion Academy Collective called Dice Time. That's it. Bob Swaim and Ben Jetrin are there. Uh, my lord, there are several Star Wars Legion podcasts. It, it could be any number- That is the one. Admiral, set your course for Dice Time. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dice Time. I'm your host, Ben Jetrin, and with me is our other host, Bob Swain. How's it going, people? We're going to be talking some Star Wars Legion today. This is our first official episode, and it's titled Ladies Night, because it's going to be the best episode yet, so you can stop listening after that. Crap, I shouldn't have said that. Oh, well. Anyway. Dang it. Dude, we uh, talked about it that. Up. So fast. Anyway, so... Uh, we're actually mostly going to be covering uh, a couple things today. We're going to go back in time, uh, back before all 2020 fell apart, back in February, which was already falling apart, but it, but before it really went downhill. Uh, we had a we there was a prime championship in uh, Muncie, Indiana, at Atomic Games, our favorite our favorite store, our home store, and uh, who better to, who better to break it down with than uh, than the judge and then me? I was one of the players. So who who better to break it down than the two people who like to call it their home store? There we go. So we had uh, we had twenty players uh, at this turnout. Uh, we had uh, I'm not going to list everybody, but off the top of my head, uh, we had uh, Paul Watson was there, uh, Chris Kerr was there, uh, my my friend Kenton uh, and his friend Daniel showed up as well. They're from they're from Indiana as well. They're they're nearby. We got um, some local people. That was yeah. cool. Locals. Uh, my my roommate Jared was also there. That was his first uh, actual Star Wars Legion event, and he had a he had a blast. Brad Moore was there. Uh, he yeah, actually Brad. won down in Indy the, uh, the before that the one that was I think it was in January. He actually got his ticket from there, but he came and played at ours. Um, my yep. my almost new son-in-law, uh, Shaughnessy Edmund, was there. He it was his <laughs> first big tournament. He had never really done anything. He he did pretty okay for 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 a newbie. He did pretty well. Um, got some experience. Mike Mike Fultar was there. Yep. Um, we've we've almost named everybody on accident. Yeah, I think so. I think that's about it. Yeah, at least, so, at least all our friends got plugs. There you go. It, yeah, there you go. <laughs> hey, hey, everyone there is my friend. Come Everybody's on. Everybody's our friends. We, uh, we, we Brian, love everybody uh, evenly. Brian Bear was there. Sometimes. Uh. Okay, I can't think of anyone else I off the top of my head. I'm, I don't want to spend too much time on that. Yes. Um, but every, everybody there was awesome. I didn't have any complaints from anybody. Everyone there was really nice. I loved them all. I um, loved them all too. For anybody who was there, and I'm like, I don't remember who this Ben guy was. Uh, he was the one wearing the sunglasses the whole time because that's his and, thing. And I was the one making fun of Ben for wearing his sunglasses. Yeah, and then Bob was the judge. And, uh, and I was the judge. Of, I was the, Bob, yeah. you were the judge. You ran the points. Event. Points. Uh, that was your that was your big thing. Was uh, that was a battle cry? Points before you gave out points. That was the battle cry, yeah. You gave out points before the events even started. Uh, um, the score was 27. It went to Chris Kerr. Thank you, Chris, uh, for <laughs> making a great day. It was a lot of fun. Uh, Chris was actually involved in the only time I had to give out points, uh, for real. There was only one point given, and it wasn't a big deal. We'll go over that in a, in a little bit here. Um, I yeah, just want to start. Yeah, go ahead. Organ- tell, us, tell us about how, how one goes about organizing, you know, running a prime and judging it. Just it is take, a take us on a mess. tail. It is a very big mess, to tell you the truth. Um, I love it when we get a prime. It's a very great honor to get them. Um, we've gotten two so far, and uh, I'm sure when it comes back around and this virus crap is over, we'll be getting another one. Uh, FFG likes the way we run them. We, we get good turnouts, like he said. We had a, 
we had 20 at, at the second one. We had, I think it was 22 or 23, because I know we were running around worrying about tables because I was at a concert the night before and they were setting up tables and they actually called me during the concert and said they didn't have enough stuff for all the tables. Um, I told them I would call them back when, when they were done. It was a, a Killer Queen concert. It was awesome. Um, but like I said, it's an honor to actually get that. My, my journey started just... Uh, just after the game started and they asked me to start running games at the store. Like I said, last time, um, mm -hmm. we got the prime, we got it all set up. Um, setting up tables is amazingly fun trying to figure out and make them fair. And even, um, I'm a themed guy. So my tables have a lot of themes to them, which works pretty much in, in, in tournament play. Uh, sometimes it's got to tweak a little bit, but, um, I had a staff that was helping me, uh, some local guys that, that do a lot of stuff. Um, the first one was a little bit rocky to get it going, but there's a lot to do. Um, like I said, tables, reservations, judge calls, um, and and the most important thing is out handing out points to people when they mess up. So that that was a great call. Like I said, <laughs> or when they don't, or when they don't, yeah, you just <laughs> cattle prod them, get a little bit humor. I try to make 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 the thing fun. Um, oh yeah, no, people pay a lot of money. Right. They drive a long way. They're there to win, um, you know, but there can only be really one winner. So, you know, you kind of got to make it fun for everybody else. We handed out some, some good prizes and some good stuff. Uh, Slade likes to go, and it's like, I think it was $20 to get in. And then for $5 more, he goes and gets pizza. So everybody gets a couple yes. slices of pizza, a pop, a bag of chips, and a cookie. Out of every uh, event that I've been to, that has been one of the best things it makes about, it like, doing that. Yeah, you just it sucks $5 me on. It headache when you're trying to play. You can't concentrate. Yes, $5 on, and you get... Slice of pizza, uh, a bag of chips, a little bit of like like a candy or dessert cake or something like that, and then a soda. All yep. that for five bucks is just like don't even bother going anywhere else. It's just going to be there for you, ready for you for five yeah, bucks. That's why you pay for all the other. Else. The other venues, man, that's the way to do it. Um, they, yeah, I know they did that down in Indy um, when we went to a couple of X-Wing events down there, and it was just it was absolutely just a godsend. We didn't have to leave the store. Um, like I said, we had about 22, 23 players at the first one. The second one, we had 20. Great people at both of them. No major fights. There were some judge questions. But uh, I found with and the judge. And some questionable judges. Yeah, and, and, and just <laughs> one big one. Um, just one question. Looks, like looks like Fat Rex. Um, but they, uh, <clears throat> it was really good. Um, I was learning to judge. It's the first major events that I had ever ran. Um, I found that you carry your judge book with you and all the rule books um you also uh i, I have to give a big shout out to uh brendan france and the to lj pena congratulations on the baby lj that's awesome um they just had a baby not not a couple three days ago or a couple of uh, last week i think it was actually Dating um the episode bob yeah yeah but they uh brendan <laughs> brendan was amazingly cool i could text him and he would answer me within two or three minutes every time um he actually is where i learned to judge and why i wanted to be a judge um and same with lj um, but like I said, there's just a lot of calls. Um, the only problem that we have is that the second one, somebody brought a piece that was illegal. Um, and I'm not going to go into real details about it or mention names, oh. but, um, they basically brought a piece that wasn't legal yet. Um, they caught it in the second round. Oh, um, it wasn't released yet. Yeah. It wasn't released yeah, yet. That's, that's it, right. it was like two, two days, you know, uh, before being released. Um, we basically had no sucks. bearing on the game. Um, um, we, we did assign a point just because it was the right thing to do. Um, the guy didn't mess up anymore and I really didn't want to assign the point, but I had to do something to show that we, we don't play around. Um, but other than that, it's been a great thing to do. It's been really, really fun. Um, we don't play around where it counts and we, and we play around, and we play around too around much where it, where it doesn't count. <laughs> exactly. Um, 
the first event that we ran was one by Paul Watson. He's a, 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 we call him local guys, but they're from Fort Wayne. They're, they're about what, 70 miles up the road. Um, but they come down and play every once in a while. We had guys from Fort Wayne a couple, uh, last week. Um, so he's basically, I always call him my brother from a different store. Um, cause we, we played rebels at the time. Um, great player and a great person. Uh, the second one, um, we'll go into detail here in a little bit. Um, yeah, because I'm going to walk through the battle report. But uh... Yeah, he's going to do the battle reports and give you a, a taste of what it was like. Um, as a side note, one of my guys, uh, Brad Moore, he won the Indy Prime, like I said, a couple of weeks before that one. So he got his ticket. So um, at the end of it, I'll basically go over over some of that stuff real quick. Um, and like I said, I had to thank Brendan and those guys because they actually helped me out. That's pretty much judging. It's The biggest thing I can tell you to you guys out there judging is get somebody that knows what they're doing, follow them around. Um, if you've got a good one, they'll, they'll teach you how to do it. And, uh, I'm teaching a guy, a couple of guys now at my store. I've got one guy that's, I, I call him like my, I would be at a level one. He's, he's my level two guy. He knows how to do it. I would let him run a, a monthly game. Um, I don't know if I'd let him run a prime by himself. Um, and then I've got a third guy in training that I let him do calls and I make sure that he makes sure that they're right. So he, he gets the, the joy of carrying the rule book around at the monthly events because he doesn't know the rules off the top of his head. Find somebody if you want to do it. Um, it does actually get into some of your playtime. That's the only thing that, that, that I have found is I don't get to play as much because I, I, I have to do rules. Um, if there's not an even amount of players, I'm the guy that has to set out, um, but it's really worth it because you get to bring people into the game. You get to see the game. You get to shape the game. Sometimes, you know, some of the, the uppers uh, will ask you, you know, what do you think about this rule or what do you think about that rule? And uh, it's nice to, to have your opinion listened to and maybe maybe pulled into the game a little bit. But it's, it's a really good feeling when you, you see those new guys come in and, and, and they thank you. That was the biggest honor at the end of both of the primes. You know, it was just like, like when, when, when you watch a baseball game and they, everybody shakes everybody's hand, we were handing out the prizes yeah. and as people came to get their prizes, they, they stopped and they shook my hand and said, Hey, great event. And like I said, I, I didn't get to play or anything, but that was an honor to me that those guys thought enough to say, Hey, great event. We'll be back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's and- pretty much judging in a nutshell. I mean, the, the be kind to those guys. I mean, they're giving up their time to oh, play. Yeah. Oh, they give yeah. up a lot of time to organize the, the stuff. They get those tables all set up. Uh, they spend some money. I know we ended up buying six or eight actual tables for the last prime that we had because we didn't have enough enough space for, for what we had, had come in for mm-hmm. people. Yeah. So that and terrain and all kinds of stuff. Uh, I got to mention a couple of guys are down in uh, Indy that help us out. They bring terrain and I am terrible with names, but I'll make sure I get your names written down um, for the next, next podcast. We kind of did this one on the, on the fly. And uh, I wasn't real prepared. Yes. We've had, I've I've been wanting, we've been wanting to do this forever, Bob. I don't want to say this is on the fly. Well, this, this episode was because I didn't have notes for it. I had notes for the other one, but that's your fault. Brian Bear and uh, I think Mark Evans was the guy's name uh, from down in India. Like I said, I'm terrible with names. You guys know who you are. Um, they make wonderful tables, and uh, I know they brought down six or eight tables for the last yeah. prime. So that was awesome. Those, they, were, they were, those were really great too. Yeah, we we ended up we ended up buying a couple really of them. Awesome. So we have those at the store. We'll be using those, and then uh, every year we get people. Hey, can I bring a table? And we bring it down. And we make sure that's good good to go, and and we put it out there if we can. So. Or get pictures of it beforehand or something. Exactly. Yeah, just yeah. just and, check it out. Um, all right. Well, Bob, let me ask you, um, what advice would you give to say a new player or even a, even, even a more seasoned player, uh, who they have, they have a, they, they have a ruling 
and they're like, oh, this is so, so I just need to do this. And then their opponent says like, oh no, it would be done like this. And they're not really sure if that's correct, but the other guy seems super sure, but he's still like, eh, maybe I want to call a judge. What advice would you give that person? Um, first, try to work it out. I always tell people at the beginning of our games, I always go through the rules. I said, we're here to have fun. We're not here to fight. We're not here to scream and yell. Um, Atomic has a good size room. It's not a huge, gigantic Gen Con room or any of that stuff. So I always tell them, I said, try to work it out for yourself. If you can do it by by talking through it and it makes sense, go with it. Um, secondly, roll off if you really, you know, if you really, but if you're both very adamant about it and you don't want to go further in the game without it, call your judge. Put your hand up and say judge. You don't have to scream. You don't have to have a bullhorn or anything. <clears throat> Usually, if you're Gen Con, you do Adepticon because um, that's a big, big playing <laughs> yeah. field. But like Atomic, <laughs> we've got a place for probably 30 or 40 players. And, uh, you know, it's 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 a good size room, and everybody will. If somebody at the table hears judge, they'll 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 pass it down the line. Um, I'm an old guy. I'm deaf. Too much rock and roll and too many shotgun shells without any ear protection. Um, so every once in a while, I'll I'll have to be told a couple times, "Hey, you got a judge call down there." But um, it's good that that's where the secondary judges come in handy because sometimes they'll grab it if they're next door to to the table. But don't be afraid to ask. We're there to have fun. There's no reason to start a fight. It's a game. It's little plastic men. Have fun first. That's my first rule is is have fun. If you can't have fun, call the judge. Um, And don't fight with the judge. If the judge says you're in the wrong, then you're in the wrong. Even if you know you're in the right and the judge says you're wrong, you're in the wrong. And half the fun of that is after the game, you go look it up or, or the judge is called Brendan France or LJ or whoever to prove that he's wrong. The judge has to have the, 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 I'm just going to say at the balls to say, I was wrong. I apologize. Yep. You know, and cause we can't be all right all the time and they're going to do the best they can. That's why I always carry my rule book with me. And I'll always, if I don't know for sure, I will, I will call somebody else and say, Hey, I've called Paul Watson before I've called uh, Joe, Joe, Joe DePinto. Um, and, and ask them their opinions on some stuff after the game. And sometimes I'm right. Sometimes I'm wrong. We're just human. Yeah, and I, that was that was my main thing. I was I was wanting to get across because my main point about that is like I've had a lot of times where I'm like, eh, do I want to call a judge? And like the number one reason why I don't why why I'm telling myself maybe I don't want to is because I don't want to because because I feel like pressured by the other person. Like the other person is gonna roll their eyes if I call a judge. No, don't let that be a deterrent for you. No. If anything, your main deterrent should be, I don't want to take this much time out of the game. And that's a reasonable concern. But if it's if it's a rule that you think you're right on and it's going to change like the outcome of your game, 150 percent call that judge. That's what they're there for. And that's exactly what. Yeah. And that's exactly like and and nine times out of ten, it's going to be really crucial and really important moment for you where you feel like I need to call this judge. And my big thing is that's going to be I will. uh, I'll tell them I'm just going to stop the clock for them, and I will I will make sure that I give them ever how much time we have to spend on this because not all all rulings are, are cut and dry. Sometimes yeah. you have to look at stuff up. Sometimes if you ask a question of one of the higher judges, you know it takes them a couple minutes to get back to you. I always try to make sure that I build that much time back into their game because because they shouldn't be penalized because they they want a judge call. You know they shouldn't lose five minutes, ten minutes out of their game just because we had to wait for for somebody to answer it. Don't worry too much about judge calls during like casual yeah. events. Either. Yeah, casual that, events. That being said, that being said, I uh, last week when we played Atomic Games, I, I got uh, I I did two judge calls at least. 
yep. <laughs> one in each game. <laughs> one of them was a rules thing that I wasn't sure about because I hadn't been playing for a little bit and I wanted to make sure. But the second one was actually uh, a fun little one. It was, uh, does Dooku get to scatter if he blanks all of his dice on his lightning? And because the answer somebody, is yes. yes and the does. answer is actually yes. Uh, because I was playing Rebels and somebody had Dooku and they rolled lightning the lightning attack on him and he missed every single dice they all five blanked and, and uh it was call. just like uh does he still get scattered i was like i don't know let's let's find out <laughs> my big thing is i usually take the I, i'll say it and if they're still looking at me like are you sure i'll take the rule book over and i'll show them the paragraph yeah, in the book and, and hand them the book that way they don't go home and go well that judge wasn't on my side or he he likes my opponent better than he liked me and yeah. he screwed me over on purpose you can't you know you give them the book they see it in the book they they there's no doubt in their mind either player that the judge's call was right and and i make mistakes that's why i always carry the book around and if if i can't you know, 100% say it. I always find the passage in the book. We had to do that the other night with objective tokens. Um, I knew uh, I knew that you dropped the objective tokens if you ran, if you got panicked. Yep. Um, but my opponent, my opponent was like, I don't think so. And I'm like, let's look it up in the book. Um, I looked. A lot it up of these lessons you find out the hard way too. I found that one out the hard way at Gen Con one year. <laughs> yep. And I was like, I can't find it. So I I hit the group. Uh, we have, we kind of have a judges group chat. Um, so I hit that, and they never did answer it. So I let the guy have it. I'm like, okay, you, you can carry it. Go ahead, and if we find out it's wrong, and I ended up killing the guy that carried the box anyway, so it didn't really yeah, matter. So and at, at the yep, it worked out perfectly fine that that the ruling was in there, and they gave me a page number. I showed the guy the page number and, and where it was, and and everything was good. So yep, you just got to be able to give, especially in a fun game or or, or a monthly yeah. game. At primes, it's a little bit more. It's a more higher level of play. I mean, it yeah. even says that in the rule book. They have their own rule book for primes and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So but don't be afraid to ask. That's the big thing. You're not going to look stupid. Nobody's going to call you stupid. And if they are, they're going to get points and kicked out the door. So Yeah, there you go. Exactly. Nobody, ne <laughs> never, never let anybody uh, pressure no, you or call do you stupid for, for doing a judge. No, no bullies in this game. No bullies in this community. We'll, we'll make sure of it. Yeah, we you, don't, don't you, allow it. You give, you give Bob and I that bully's address and his <laughs> name, and we'll take care of it. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, if you're <laughs> if you're buying the plane ticket, there we go. Yeah, exactly. We'll Jay and Silent Bob it. We'll just fly to their house and ask them <laughs> if their name is this on the list, and then beat them up on their porch. Uh, we're go. actually we're, we're actually Ben and not so Silent Bob. There you go. But, that's yeah. that's that's exactly <laughs> it. Ben and not so Silent Bob. Anyway, uh, well, that's all I got on on judging and primes and stuff. They're great. If you, if, like I said, I had a guy. His his he'd been played six games, and he came to a prime, and he didn't do great. I mean, you can't after six games. There's too many nuances, and you're playing with, with the higher tier of play. But he said, man, that was the funnest thing he ever did. He got his butt kicked, you know, six ways till Tuesday. Yep. But he had fun. He learned a lot of stuff. The guys in the, the community, at least here in Chicago and, and stuff, are really willing to learn or to teach the new players because they want to grow the game. And that's, that's the way we grow the game. We bring new people in, and we teach them. I probably brought probably six people in since we started yep. just at our store alone and uh made so many friends i can't count them but you know i try to bring new people in all the time and that's what you got to strive for else the game dies and, uh, yeah and that was and that was jared's first event my roommate jared's first event as well and that was his uh like third fourth and fifth games ever playing empire and and the list that he that he had for it uh and he yeah he had a blast he was just like i'm, I'm coming back for the next one like yeah he, he like uh, he, he's a new player like and these are the higher tier players so yeah he i mean he got his butt kicked as well but i mean 
it, this, that's expected of you know a new player. You gotta you gotta go through you gotta go through the ringer before you before you really get the hang of what you're doing. And he was like, I still had a blast. I'm coming back to the next one. It's just yep. that's fun. You can yep. you can have fun. Yep. yep, um, yep. So let's go ahead and we'll, we'll move on here to the next section here, which. Uh, this the, is the part the, of the show where Bob shuts up and Ben does his time. <laughs> well, no, it, it, I want I want Bob input too. No, I'll give you some Bob input, but but you, you get to lead this part. Okay. Well, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be teaching everybody my favorite my favorite archetype in the game right now. Uh, I, I ran a list for this prime and long before that is called Ladies' Night. Now, what is Ladies' Night? You might ask. I'm sure a lot of you can guess, but in case you're not sure, let me explain. Simply put, it is Leia Organa, Jyn Erso, and Sabine Wren. If you couldn't tell, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for the ladies. Uh, people usually go walk up to the table, watch me put those three down, and they either just like chuckle or they're just like, okay, sure. <laughs> and uh, I'll go into more detail on uh, how to make really efficient use of these characters later on, but first... Let me explain my version of it, uh, and let me just walk, and I'll walk through the battle reports of the Prime. But uh, mostly, now, now I've been running these characters as like my competitive list ever since Sabine came out because Sabine was the third one. And when Sabine was announced, I was like, could I make a list of Leia, Jin, and Sabine, and then like fold in everything else and just and just watch it go. And just like call it ladies' night and just watch it go. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm not gonna say like I'm the, the maybe the first person to think of that. I did think of it as soon as Sabine came out. But usually when I bring the idea up to people, they're just like, oh, I've thought about that. And some people are like, no, I've never thought about that before. But some people are like, yeah, sure, I've, I've, I've thought about the idea. And uh, it's actually, you know, pretty effective once you figure out how to use everybody in there and you get all the right pieces in play. And uh, uh, we have, let me see. Uh, my version of the list here is 799 points. It's 11 activations. It is Leia Organa with Esteemed Leader, Jin Urso with Duck and Cover and her uh, A180. It is Sabine Wren with Endurance, Emergency Stims, and the Dark Saber. There are two ATRTs with Rotary Blasters on both. There are two. Rebel strike teams, the sniper strike teams with snipers, you know, on each of them. And then there are four core rebel unit, uh, rebel troopers. Two of them have the R5 astromech droids. And as far as the uh, command cards, uh, I brought explosions, coordinated bombardment, symbol of rebellion, no time for sorrows, legacy of Mandalore, complete the mission, and standing orders, obviously. Uh, and then I could go into the the whole uh, the other cards that, the the deck the deck cards that run into that. But I'll but I'll we'll go into that like when I'm talking more about the the archetype as a whole, and I'll go more into the command cards and all that stuff as well. So let me go through the battle reports here because uh, boy this 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 day was fun. This this was a great day. Um. And I haven't said where I've ended up yet. So if you, I mean, if you, if you went and you already know where I ended up, then I mean, good job. Uh, otherwise, uh, just we'll we'll just sit back and we'll enjoy the story. Uh, it's a good story. It's a good story. I like to think so. So uh, game one, 
was actually against uh, my friend uh, uh, Kenton's Kenton, his friend Daniel. So I knew. So I knew Kenton. He, he was he was going he's going to IU. I don't know if he's still going to IU right now, but he was going to IU at the time. And uh, we we actually him and I actually had the first uh, land party. Uh, uh tt not tts well yeah tts but it was the what's the what's the tournament called we're recording so my mind's going blank um the oh oh, gosh why 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 does the record button make me forget things because we don't have notes for this at least i don't i have i have notes just not when i start thinking of things uh (laughs) oh well the imperial invader league invader league there we are jeez wow God, even last episode we were like, "What is the what's the name of the, the what before they were called Prime Championships Rally Point called? Qualifier?" Yeah, yeah, we couldn't think about it at all. And then as soon as we stopped recording, like five minutes later, we were like, "Rally Point Qualifier." <laughs> That's know? how it works. So there you go. Anyway, but him and I had the first LAN party uh, match in Invader League because we were put on the same team, and then we found out we were from the exact same town in Bloomington. So we were just like, "You want to just get together and like do our match like in person?" And he was like, "Sure." And I asked LJ, and he was just like, "No, I don't think anyone's done that before." But that's awesome, man. <laughs> um, anyway, so I played. So he brought his friend Daniel. Uh, he's from Lafayette, I think. And he came up. This I think this was his first event, if I remember right. It's been it's been months. Since that sounds then, right. So I don't remember, but uh, anyway, um, I was I was blue player, and we played on this table. Boy, this table! It was an, it was it was Endor. Uh, Bob, if, if for for your reference, it's the one that was in the corner. Did you say indoor? Yeah. The, the one, the one with the trees and everything. I I yeah. wish I could. I wish I could like just post a picture with this podcast. But let me audio paint it for you. It's got three big trees in the middle of it, and one big platform, like a like a Ewok village platform between all three of them. And then it had a spiral staircase on one side, and bushes everywhere, and a couple low buildings, and. I heard that that map eventually had to get tweaked, but when I looked at that map, I was like, you know what would be my ideal game for my list would be to play on this map and to play the Recover the Supplies. So let me tell you, game one, I played that map and we played Recover the Supplies. <laughs> because, oh boy, that was, that was, that was great. Uh, we got, I got exactly what I wanted, game one. Uh, we got that map. Recover the Supplies was the objective. Major offensive was the deployment, and clear conditions was the uh, was the conditions. Uh, so, my, I I love playing recover the supplies with this list, and I'll go into more of that why. But uh, I'm really risky and really really bad about what I do with Jin. I put her right on that center box, but in this map, the way that that map was set up. The box went on the ground. You know, we weren't going to be like, oh, it has to go up on the platform because I think it actually. It would have been totally unfair. It, it was well, well, there, well. There's a gap in the middle of them. There's the platforms, but they're like little bridges, and so the center of the map actually doesn't have an above platform on it. So it was going on the bottom, and it, but it went behind a bush. But because I was blue player, I picked the side where it went on the bush. It like there was a bush between my opponent and the center box, but there was not between me and the box. So I put Jin behind it. So Jin is now on the box, infiltrated on the box, has that bush as cover, and she was going to be able to get out like no problem. I was like, "There's, you know, I've done this, I've done this a million times. There's no way that Jin's not going to get out of this." So turn one, Jin goes on the center. She ducks behind the trees and bushes and stuff in the center and hides. She takes a couple stormtrooper shots, and 
Uh, I set, I, I move Sabine along the bottom to get to her, uh, to, to get to the other side, um, by, for, for round two. Oh crap. I didn't even say what my opponent was running. He was running, um, he had a empire list. Uh, I remember he had stormtroopers. He had e-webs. He had death troopers. Who was his commander? Was it Veers? It was either Veers or Krennic. God, I feel so stupid now. I didn't write, I didn't actually write that down. Oh man, I feel dumb. But Daniel was an awesome player, man. He he did a really good job. He he did a number on me on that map. Um, but anyway, uh, I we went through Sabine uh, last first into turn two. Uh, turn two, uh, Sabine drops explosions and kills you know e-webs and suppresses the death troopers that are around him because he kind of like balled them up together to like camp that center objective he had a couple stormtroopers going off to each side to get like the boxes and those were taken care of i actually think a scout trooper unit took out one of those boxes and grabbed those but then i had the center one and the other two objectives were easy for me to grab and uh, Sabine went through and dropped the explosions on that turn two on the, the E-Web, killed the E-Web, suppressed Death Troopers, and and then with the move, because I did arm, and then it detonated them off the free speed one move, and then with my speed three move uh, as my second action, I jumped her up onto those platforms, and she was able to get up there. I put, because when I was placing the boxes, I put one of them up there on my side, knowing that Sabine was the only one who was really going to be able to get up there and go get it. So I was like, Sabine's plan is she's going to go over there, she's going to bomb, and then she's going to jump up on the platforms and go get that box. And Somebody, uh, let me let me interject here. Yeah, yeah, Somebody yeah. later on in, in the games we're playing, that, 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 yeah, that table got pulled. It won't, yeah. it won't be back because um, yeah, yeah. of, of that very actually action because somebody came to me and said, man, that's really not fair to everybody if you ain't got jump jets and i'm like okay well we'll we'll take that into consideration and look at it um the thing that we found is if you had to go up the ladder not the ladder but the uh the walkway it would take you four rounds to get yep, to the no top. i found i found that out during the game yeah because i was uh, because i was, doing the map. You, I was like dude, i was out. like dude if anyone's gonna come up and try to go for sabine it's gonna take you like four turns to get up that that staircase and I mean, I was I was using that obviously as a, as a tactic because that was that was exactly. the game. But I, I mean, I, I hate I hate doing I hate doing stuff dirty. But I was like, man, I this is a tournament. I it's I got to take advantage as I can. I got to I got to play my best game. You've got to play your best at those. Uh, that would have been a, a regular point. I would have probably after the second round torn that board down. But we didn't use it. I don't think after maybe after your round. No, it was after round two. I remember someone played it round two, and then that was when the yeah that was when everything came up. And then I think round three, uh, it it didn't it didn't come back. I know that that we were having problems with the computer. That was something I missed in my judging talk. Um, oh. We actually had to do a lot of this stuff by hand, um, the the pairings and figuring out M M M M M O V and stuff like that because our computer went down. Um, the people that that actually knew how to use the the software and the computer. We're down in Indy at another event running something for the store owner. He owns another business. Um, so props to Mike, um, who was helping me out. He sat down and did a lot of the math and stuff and figured that out. And we messed up one of them, and we caught it before we actually started the game. And we moved some people around, and one of the guys that was actually supposed to play on that board thanked me. <laughs> 
because yeah. he said there's no way. Yeah, because he was like, I don't want to play on this. That was that was Paul Watson. He's actually like, dude, thank you for moving me off there because I I would have gotten killed. I had nothing to get up there. Yeah. And his opponent had had jump jets or something to get up there. I forget who he was playing, but yep. yeah, that table that was that was one of our our okay. Well, somebody brought it. Um, they said they play tested it and, it and it worked well and we, we trusted them, which was fine. I mean, that happens. Uh, we just need to do our due diligence. And so that way I'm probably going to have all the boards the night before or, or the weekend before and, uh, get them all set up and, and play test them to make sure that they're gun- they're, yeah. they're within regs. That's the only one we had that was that way. <clears throat> and it looked really cool. I think a lot of people. Were oh yeah. No, I really want to see more tables like that one, but I want to, yeah. I maybe that's, maybe that's lower, cool. maybe lower the elevation a little bit, so and it's a little more. Your, your judge has to, to play test it and look at it, and you've yeah. got to have. There's a certain way to do tables for for tournaments, and a certain way to do them for fun. I'd let that play all day in the fun tournament. I would oh, care, for sure. but I, you know, for really a prime when there's a ticket to worlds on the line, and yeah, when sudden death is on the line, um, you have to you have to be a little bit more thorough. Which was you know, I it was only my second tournament. Um, sure. I had some big tournament players there, and they didn't catch it either. So, you know, it's lesson learned, and we know next next time that we have a prime, we're going to take the tables, we're going to play them all out. We play-tested most of them, but that, that, that one got up the, brought up the night before and set up, and the guy was an experienced table maker, so I just trusted him at his word that it worked, and he said that he had never had anybody say anything about it. So, you know, you live and learn. It, I so, like, I, I think it, it's not a bad table. It just needs some tweaking, and plus, I think we're going to be able to start moving back to tables like that because of how they're uh, they're doing stuff like uh, the uh, ascension cables yep. and ascension all that cables. sort of stuff, they're yeah. starting to try and implement mechanics into the game to promote having height and, and pretty tables. And, I mean, yeah, and having I'm cool, tired of like, flat tables, ledges and stuff to get up to. Yeah, I think it's going to be it's good. Those ascension cables are going to be monsters. Those cards are going to be worth some money. Um, Again, so more reason, points. more reason to get jump and, and jetpacks on your dudes when you can. I, I love it. Exactly. Jetpacks. Um. Are... So anyway, yeah, uh, they. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. Uh. Anyway, I mean, it, there's there's not too much story left because, like I said, it was kind of like the map was kind of the exact perfect storm of what I wanted. Uh, Jin's able to run away with the box. Sabine, double moves to the box that was up there. Troopers have my last box in the game, and uh, he. I'm able to start running away, and by turn four, I start moving further away, and uh, he conceded. So we we were able to just rip that game up a little early. Uh, well, that's, that's his first free one, and that's his only free one, because he had to work really hard to get the rest one. Just kidding. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Uh, so, yeah, so I was, I was 1-0 going at the end of round one. Again, Daniel played an awesome game. I just think the map was a little unfair against him it was it was totally unfair it was it was it was kind of exactly what i wanted was i was like wow this would be really awesome with recover the supplies and then we were able to actually play it that it just ended up that way after our turn zero i was just like well (laughs) this is gonna be a i feel i feel a little dirty because this is i'm gonna put this up here and i'm gonna get this and that's just kind of how it went but but it was a good game i'm gonna look like i'm gonna look like i'm gonna look like a jerk now bob just so everyone knows, I'm a jerk. I'm the worst player ever, and uh, I'm uh, I'm, a, I'm a bad guy. It's so. awesome. I love it. <laughs> anyway, um, no. So, all right, we'll go into game two here. So, game, game two. two. Ding, ding, ding. Game two. Um, uh, this is this is the part where I'm gonna feel even worse though because uh, I don't remember the player's name, and I feel really bad. Uh, I don't either. I, I meant to, I meant to be taking those down when I was uh, when I was taking notes, but he was also really good. He was really good. He he was. I think he said that he was like 
playing Legion for like a couple months, like two, two, three months before that event. And this was like his first event or his second event. I think, no, I think it was the second event. If I remember right. You but he was telling like, people you're beating up newbies. Okay. No, no. <laughs> anyway, I was the red player on this one. He was also playing rebels. Uh, this was a Scarif map that I think did Brian bring this map in? Yeah, Brian that was brought that map. Yeah, yeah, that was a really neat map. Too. It was pretty. Uh, it it was had some really, really it had really good um, uh, hills and stuff on there that were like really easy to like get up and down, and it was and it made for some really neat elevation. And I think there was a crash ship in the middle of it. I think so. Yeah, and it had uh, kind of like in Rogue One, like those little the little like platforms where you could like stand on and then it would like sh- take you down an elevator shoot like a, a, a horizontal elevator shoot down to the main base like one of those was like on at one of the edges of the maps and like it everything looked really cool so we played sabotage the moisture evaporators uh we played long march and we had limited visibility so uh he brought a, le- a rebel list uh he brought i want to say leia and sabine is what he brought. I know that he has sounds familiar. Yeah. I think he had Leia. I, I'm so stupid for not like remembering all everyone's list exactly and like taking note of it and writing it down. My, but, my, my, my excuse is there was 20, 20 players there. So sorry. My, well, my excuse was we did this like what a long four, time ago, four months yeah. ago now. And I'm like trying to remember everything exactly with the notes that I, with that I did write plus my memory. Uh, I, all the battle reports in the future will be much better than this one promises. Uh, he, I know he brought Leia or I think he brought Leia. I know he brought Sabine and I know that he had Tauntauns because those Tauntauns messed me up. Now those were pre-nerfed Tauntauns. So they they were were bad. Just pre-nerfed. That was just just pre-nerfed. Cause I remember that I, I believe the nerf came out like almost immediately after the prime. And I was like, man, that would help me a little bit, a little bit. Anyway, turn one, limited viz. Everyone just moves up. Uh, oh, he had sni- I, I know he had snipers as well, because th- those, will, those will come into play. Um, everyone moves up. I do standbys. Tauntauns stay just outside of those standbys, because they just sprint up, and, and then the, he just stops up right outside my standby range and just stays there. And I'm like, okay, all right. But I basically just moved everybody up and just started. I was like, I'll, I'll get into this once we, once we don't have limited viz anymore. So turn two. We're we're both at this weird standoff between ACRTs and Tauntauns that are just like waiting to see we, the the way that we did orders, we weren't able to give orders to I wasn't able to give orders to my ATRT because of the card I played, and he wasn't able to give orders to his Tauntauns because of the card he played, and we were both like, oh no, who's gonna pull theirs first? So we started just pulling from the bag. We were like, oh, who's gonna get it? Who's gonna get it? And I end up getting my light support first and i move my atrt back so he can't uh get to it in one move and then i shoot him so i i back up a little bit and then i shot him uh and did some damage uh he moves his tauntauns up and uh uh we 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 started weakening each other's lines a little bit um his sabine moves up uh toward near the center board and i think my gin died on round two as well from like some crazy combination of units that just mobbed Jin, and i was like well oh well because <laughs> it's vaps i usually i I'd, I'd usually deploy her like straight on one of my vaps and i'm just like yeah just stay there you're fine and then i think she ended up dying there sadly but uh so turn three both of our sabines are kind of near the center of the board and we both end up playing explosions and 
sadly he wins the uh he wins the quick draw on this one he he goes first but he uh he placed the bombs in such a way that my sabine couldn't actually see them which is important you need to know that when you're placing those bombs down that you're that the figures that you that you're targeting can see the token bomb it doesn't just have to be at range one they have to be able to see the bomb you got to have line of sight on it because I have line of sight on those can't see you. Yeah. And again, this is where I'm going to look like a jerk in a casual game. I'll absolutely stop you 100% and teach you how to beat me and like be like, hey, this is how the rules work. Hey, you need to be able to do this. Hey, go back and like try it this way to do it that way. But during a tournament game, I'm like, uh, you got to know this. <laughs> You've been playing for a couple months, and I know I I still I, I mean I've been playing since the game came out, and I still get tripped up on stuff. So can I stop you for a second? Yeah, you can. Remember Gen Con. Remember Leia. Leia first round with with, with limited visibility. Yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, Bob did it to me. I couldn't. I couldn't say anything. I'm sitting there like like kind of you know holding my breath on like uh, he's your buddy. You should tell him. But we're at a we're at a major tournament. He's not yep. going to learn if if I don't let him get burned. So yep. he's all excited. He's like Leia's going to throw the the heat down on you, and I'm like, and it fizzles like a like a pop that doesn't have any seltzer in it. <laughs> And he's like, why? And I'm like, because it's limited visibility. You can't shoot me. Sorry. And yeah, you're like, oh, man, dang it, shoot, crap. And I said, you learned something? He goes, yeah, not do that again. And I'm like, very good. Then my job is done. <laughs> exactly. But, no, yeah, that's... that's the best way to teach teach a new player is, is don't let them do what they're all excited to do. And then they remember that. So go on. Well, sorry. <laughs> eh, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say like that, but that's definitely how I learn, at least. And that's that's my preferred method of that's learning. That's how most people learn. Pain is a great teacher. <laughs> it's, just, it's just, wow, I messed that up. And. Sadly, I, I learned most of those during tournaments, like at Gen Con or something. It's like I'll learn most of those lessons and like the RPQ we had and everything. It's like I'll learn those lessons the hard way at an event. It's usually I never get to learn things at a casual night. I always have to learn at an event. And I'm like, dang it. That's because you don't remember them because nobody hurts you. They yeah, tell exactly. You you I like to learn that way. So because <laughs> that's 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 for sure been how I learned the lesson the fastest. Scars are mine. Anyway, you. exactly. Anyway, anyway so uh he, he placed them in such a way that my Sabine couldn't see them, and uh, it does suppress and kill a bunch of my troopers, and it weakened my Leia, because Leia was in range. Uh, and then my Sabine jumped down from that like the center ship that was that was there, and explosion his Tauntauns and his Sabine, and got some pretty good damage in on there. Uh, so turn four and five, we continue just swapping shots back and forth. He's got snipers that we had a sniper war going on because we were both in range five. Um, we continued just going back and forth. And then by turn five, we're both pretty worn down and we both have like almost nobody left. He puts my Sabine on stims. Uh, she jumps forward and kills some rebel troopers before she just croaks and bleh. Uh, and we realize that no matter how we move this out, it's going to pretty much go down to points. And uh, he conceded because he knew that the points were not going to work in his favor. He was like, "You've killed these Tauntauns. You killed, you've killed my Sabine. You've killed." The, he's like, he's he, he he was basically like, "It's it's. I know how these points are going to go. Let's let's just let's just call it there." So anyway, game three. So I'm going two and zero right now and in, into this. And boy howdy, I got us. I'm I'm just going to be straight up right now. I'm pretty sure every event that I've went to before this point. I've gone like zero and three. I think I went one and two. No, at one I was very, very proud of you that day. That was that was like a high point. <laughs> and I was like, I and, and I walked in and I told Bob and I told like my roommates and everything. I was like, my goal today is to go two and one. 
like just to just to break my old record of uh going to going to events and going oh and three or like one and two i was like my goal today is to go two and one so by game two i had achieved that because i had because i was two and oh and i was like okay my 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 achievement is now met i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be like i'm gonna go all the way i'm gonna i'm, I'm i was like i'm not aiming that high i'm like i'm just gonna aim to keep doing my best and just see where it goes out so game three comes along and I'm playing uh, Brian. Is it Bear? Is that how you pronounce his last Brian name? Bear. Yeah. Yeah. He's an awesome dude. Uh, he brought mo- he, like we said earlier. He brought most of those tables that, that they, we played with. Great table builder. Awesome. Great. We ended up buying table two builder, of his awesome dude. Yeah. And a great player because I remember he brought. Uh, oh, that was on the um. The, so I, I was red player. That was on the 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 coaching district industrial lava. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that was like that was in the the very corner, the the other the opposite corner of the indoor table. Yeah, um, yeah. and so that one was really cool. So there, yeah, there's a lot of like cranes and industrial stuff and barrels and stuff all around, and that was a really neat map. Um, we played intercept the transmissions, uh, major offensive and clear conditions. And now this game was this game was awesome because he brought uh, he brought Luke Sabine, and then sabs like a whole bunch of sabotage uh, sabotage strike teams like three sabotage strike teams i think i don't think he had any snipers and then he had a land speeder and it was just it was was a wild list and i was i was loving it and he had also gone two no up to that point i was like dude this is gonna be an awesome game because we were both like looking at the other person's list and being like that's crazy you went two and oh with this this is gonna be great (laughs) we're gonna have a blast and yeah, so it was like, it, I, I don't think the, I think the land speeder had like one gun upgrade to it, but it didn't, it was it didn't really do much else. And I think, I feel like Sabine was it. No, I don't think he brought anybody like in it. I don't think he put anybody in it necessarily. At no, the it was just out there to run around and, and pot yep. shot stuff. I think it was just there to like pot shot. Harasser. Yeah, yeah, harasser. Yeah, exactly. That was exactly what I was going to say. So, okay. So turn one. I play, I, I set up Leia in such a way in, during deployment uh, that she can see Luke and some of the, and his snipers, or uh, not his snipers, his, his, some of his, his strike teams and some of his troopers. The saboteurs and stuff. Yeah, because yeah. he set everybody up in this like neat little line. It, it, it looked like an empire line. Like he had everybody rank and file and next to each other. And I was just like, wow, this really organized for, <laughs> for rebel turnout, but all right. And I set Leia in such a way where she could see, like, pretty much down that line. And I played coordinated bombardment round one. And so I put early damage in on some of his troopers. And I actually got early damage on Luke. Which, like, turn one, activation one, damage on Luke. Mwah. Awesome. Uh, Snipers also got to shoot at Luke. And they got a wound through before... So he had a total of three wounds on him before he activated on round one. Which was... Killer! That was awesome. Getting three uh, three wounds in on him before anything else, and this was Commander Luke because I don't think Op Luke was legal yet before that point. I don't think oh, the Op- yeah, don't, no. It was, there the was Op- a big uh, controversy because everybody wanted to play it, and it was like one or two days out of being yep. legal, and they were everybody's like, "Well, can we play it anyway?" And I'm like, "No. If it was an OP, yeah, but no, not not at this. This has to be official." Yep. So he. So what he does is he runs uh, to the middle, Luke, 
uh, runs to the middle behind line of sight blocking terrain, and he just kind of like sits there for a little bit. And I shuffle everybody around, and I advance Sabine up to set up a huge explosions play because he set up his whole army all next to each other and his sabs and everybody. And I was just like, oh, 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 oh. this is going to be good explosions right here. And uh, I was, and I, I think he knew that I was that I was planning that because uh, turn two came along and I played explosions and he played Son of Skywalker, and uh, he won the role sadly. So he locked up Sabine before Sabine could move and get away and swung twice. But yeah, you know, Sabine Sabine stayed tough. Uh, this was the this was the tournament and and specifically the game where my Sabine was like, I'm gonna make up for that last year at Gen Con where I where I blanked six red defense the best save in the game where i blanked six of those dice and died in one shot i'm gonna make up for that in this game and i went all right sabine let's do it and she nailed a bunch of those saves and she took a little bit of damage but not much uh and she swung back and i think she did a wound and uh the rts uh that i moved up shot at the troopers that he had and some of the sabs and made them have to rethink a lot of their movements and he started placing sab uh, mines on the the center objective uh and so by the end of round two which is a scoring round on intercept uh score was two one and brian had the two uh there we, we each had our back cap and then he had the center cap so it was two one uh turn three we both end up playing legacy of mandalore uh, my Sabine swings at his Luke and uh, pretty much whiffs. Uh, so he leaves Luke for later. He's like, oh, I'll get, all right, I'll get to Luke. He's in melee now. He's fine. So while he's activating other stuff, I see an opportunity and I'm like, this is so goofy and so stupid, but I'm going to do it because it might pay off. And every single time I have that thought, that's a rebel brain right there. That's how rebels should play. <laughs> every time, a re- every anytime anyone thinks that, actually for any faction really, but it just seems to pay off in rebels because it misfits their play style. But anytime someone's like, this seems like a really stupid idea, but it might pay off. So I'm going to do it. I always encourage people to do it because it's like, I, those are the most fun games of Legion is when you're, is when you're like, this seems really stupid, but I think I'm going to try it. And I've actually, and you know, I've won games doing those stupid things. I've lost games, too, doing those stupid things. But that's how you have the most fun. It's the force at work. It's the force at work. Um, so, I, so I'm so i like, I'm going to try this. So one of my ATRTs, instead of shooting at one of his troopers, I had the opportunity, and I just walked him up right by Luke and got him into melee and kicked him. I was like, I'm just going to walk into Luke, and I'm just going to kick him. And I actually rolled the crits and killed him. Just right there, his his Luke went out before he swung back at Sabine by by RT foot, and he was just like, I can't believe that happened. I was like, you know what? Me either. <laughs> I just I just tried it. Uh, his Sabine takes shots as well, but she's she's fine. She's ducking behind cover and everything. Um, his land speeder is by this point rolling through my back line, and he's just eating my snipers and my troopers, and I'm like, oh man. Uh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, re- I didn't put any resources on taking care of that land speeder. I think some of my back troopers were just taking pot shots at it and not really doing anything. I eventually was like, I think by turn four, I was just like, this land speeder is just going to live through the whole game. Yeah. I don't, I was like, I don't know that it's going to do enough damage to really put me out. It might've just been a naked, uh, it might've just been a naked land speeder or, or had a very minimum gun attachment to it because i remember it wasn't really doing that much damage to my guys it was eaten like my guys when there was no cover but i was like unless you really dedicate yourself by the time you get to my back line you're really not doing me too much damage 
Like you're gonna take out my sniper, sure, but uh, maybe maybe one of my naked squads. But like that's it. Um, I think it was turn. So to so turn four, I think he had explosions on that round, and he did a ton on my troopers, and even like managed to damage his own land speeder a little bit. But he didn't kill everyone. Uh, his land speeder tries to kill one of my bat cap units, but blanks out. Um, I know turn four, Sabine, my Sabine leapt up on the center objective, which is this huge round, like two height crane industrial thing that was like right in the middle. And I know she stood up there and then she took a lot of shots from, from his dude. But again, this was the game where Sabine was like, no man, you've got it. You're going to do it. Um, Archies don't count for transmissions, but the score becomes four two. Brian still has the lead. Turn five, movement. All the ladies move in on the center objective. His Sabine's dead. His Sabine gets killed because, like, Leia and Jin and everyone starts teaming up and they they take out Sabine. Um, and they start picking off unit leaders and stuff and, you know, working together. Uh, my Sabine hops down on his side of the center objective and gunslingers and kills some unit leaders. and start. I, I start clearing off a lot of dudes. Uh, and then turn six, more unit leaders die, and I see a possible huge move I could do with Sabine. And I decide to save her for last to try to minimize any any sort of counterplay. So I'm like, so 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 ladies, so the ladies and the RTs finish off most of the troopers in the middle, and they secure that center objective. So I'm gonna have the center objective and the side objective, which is gonna tie us, because he's gonna have his back cap. I'm gonna have the middle. I'm gonna have the other one. And at the end of the game, that it's it's worth two points each. So I'm like, okay, we need to, I, I was like, I, I want to avoid tying on this and going to points because I might lose. I might win, but I think I'm, but, I, but I might lose possibly, but I didn't want to go to points. I was like, I, I, I remember it was like, I'm pretty much, I'm sure I'm almost sure I'm going to win on points, but I don't want to, I don't want to risk it just in case. So I see a move I could do with Sabine. I'm like, I could get her down from, I, I got her down off the center thing in turn five, but I was like, I could double move her. And get her into the back cap, uh, into his back cap, and deny it to him because he only had one unit on it. And so I, I have enough, I have enough people. I, I let it all play out, and I pull the play. Sabine double moves and contests his back objectives, and it, it works without a hitch. Denies him the back objective, and I claim the other two. And the final score is four six, and I win without having to go to points. And man, that game was—I was sweating that whole game. That was one of—that was one of the best games of Legion that I had played in an event, like period, hands down. That was a really awesome game. So, if you're for for those of you keeping track at home, I went three and zero, and I think we had—I think we—I think we had a couple people go three and zero. But then I, but then with strength of schedule, I ended up going to the top table with uh, with Brad. Yep, PPP. You were playing Brad. And Brad, Brad, Brad already had his Brad already had his invite, and we were both exhausted. And he walked, and I was like, I, but while we were sitting there doing strength of schedule, I was just sitting there like, oh my god, I went three and zero, like that. I didn't expect to do that at all. I brought ladies' night. I I was just I'm good with it, sure, but like I didn't expect to to win three games with it. Like I remember insane. it was eight thirty. That was I was like, okay, well we're gonna be here till 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 ten thirty eleven o'clock again. This is this is fun. And, or that and, extra pizza. Um, and I sat there and I was just like, wow, like I have, I have, I have no idea. And the, I was like, I don't even know. I'm going to go to the final table. Like I didn't even plan for that today. Like what the heck? Or like maybe I'm going to go to the final table. I was like, I don't even know. Cause like uh, four of us got like three, no, I think, or three or four of us. And 
I remember Chris was 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 also like Chris went three and zero, and we were and yeah we were we were tallying up who all was going to go and um and we and we tallied it up and you were like it's going to be uh Ben and Brad and I was like oh my god I'm going to be playing on the final table like I, it was like every time I advanced a little bit further in the in the event I kept going like this isn't happening like no way this is this is not what I expected to do today what the heck and then I was like, well, I have a track record with Brad. I've never beat Brad in a game. Like, never, ever, ever, ever. ever. That's his Not nemesis. casual, not event, nothing. I play him in every event somehow. I always get paired up with him in every event. That's because I set it up that way. But um, No, even Gen Con. I know. Both years, I set it I mean, up there, too. Gen Con, I ended up playing him as well, like round two, both times. And I was like, okay. So I was like, I'm going to play Brad. I was like, I'm, I'm going to lose this game, but I'm going to get the invite passed down. No matter what, no matter how this game goes, I'm going to get the invite because Brad already has his. And then Brad walked up to me and he was just like, hey, made it to the final table. And I was just like, yeah, I did. And I was like, I was like clearly exhausted and sweating and like freaking out because I didn't even think that I was going to get there today. And I was just like, yeah, I did. Yeah, you did, too, man. That's awesome. Like, great job. And he's just like, yeah. Anyway, I concede. Congrats on your victory. And I was just like, oh, my God, man. <laughs> and that's exactly how they said it, because Brad is the most laid-back cat you'll ever meet. He's just, yep, that's cool. That's really cool. He sounded excited today. I actually talked to him about some stuff today. I called him on a couple of things, and, and he's just laid back. He sounded excited, though, because he, he's not going to make it to our OP for next month because he's going on vacation. And he, yeah. he seemed really excited. So, so it's more, yeah, I'm getting to go on vacation. And then it's like, okay, that's excited as he gets. He just doesn't. I mean, <laughs> I would have loved to have been there when he got his ticket to, to to worlds because you could just see him going yeah this is cool this is awesome and just walking yeah. away from it it's like because he doesn't <laughs> get excited he you, you know he's in a really good mood i've probably we've been friends for two or three years and i've maybe seen him really 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 smile like 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 twice maybe three times and and actually when he told you he could conceded the look on your face i looked over at him and he was smiling so you oh know, yeah he was yeah, that yeah. He, could, he could pass it down to somebody yeah. because that made two people from from my store that had gotten tickets yep. and uh and then uh paul watson had got one the year before so really three people one from my area and, and two that had uh I got some tickets, so I was very proud of you guys. It was cool. It was cool to send it. I was mad I didn't go and get me one, but uh, man, that was that was like such a moment too. I was just like, Brad, I love you. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> you're you're great now. <laughs> I always used to have like a little rivalry with Brad. I was like, man, I never beat Brad. Why do I need to beat Brad in a game? Uh, and then like, like I could get him Brad always the beats me. And then like, like yeah, and then he and then he just came up and he was just like, yeah, can, I can see like. And then, he, and then he was talking to me. He's like, hey, if you want to go this year, like when we're making a hotel plan, obviously it didn't happen, but he was just like, if you want to go this year, we're making hotel plans and everything. Just let me know. And I was just like, I remember like in that moment, like any, any toxicness I had about like Brad beating me in every single game ever. And that I was like, I couldn't beat him or anything. Like all that immediately washed away. I was like, Brad's such a nice dude. He is. He's, he's <laughs> a good like, guy. He's, he's a real good guy. He's a math <laughs> teacher. So he's good with the numbers. He can look at a table and figure out the odds very quickly in his head, which I'm not. That's where I'm a luck player. You know, I'll win by luck every time or I'll lose by luck. Man, he just looks at the table and goes, oh, the odds of, of me rolling out of that's going to be bad. I'm going to back up. You know, he won't take the shot. And if he doesn't have the numbers in his head to, to yep. fix it, he's an incredible player. Really, really, really good. Yeah. Um, 
on the but, record, I never, I never didn't like Brad. Let me say that. No, on the record, no, no, I never that, didn't like Brad. No I just used to have, I just, I, I just used to like get frustrated that I couldn't. He was, he was frustrated under any circumstance. Every time Brad would just, just whoop him. To be and, fair, uh, I still haven't in a, in a fair and proper game. I still haven't because we haven't met since then. Yeah, no, because he's, he's. I just a, have one on record against him because he conceded, but that's it. Silly, I, I don't, but, I don't count that. That's not a win. No, that, that's uh-huh. insane. So, yeah, you still have a you have a track record with him, which I plan on putting you guys together next game. You guys are in the same place. Um, anyway. But I can tell you right now that, oh, that okay. when he, when Ben won it, that was a great honor getting to hand him his ticket and his winning prizes. That that made my evening because, you know, I know Paul. We have a good time with Paul, but Paul, you know, Paul, Paul's won stuff like that before. This was Ben's first time. I've watched Ben play you know, ever since he's been coming to my store and yep. he's always does really good. He's always the underdog and he always gets beat. No offense, but oh, you, yeah, do, I did. Thank you, you always yeah. get up on. And, uh, it was an honor to, to, to see you win. You won, you won at my tournament, your first, your first major thing that you'll always remember. You won at my, at one of my tournaments. So that yep. made it extra special. Oh, yeah. And I got to hand you your ticket. I got to sign your ticket. Yep. So that was, that was, that was just as much as your win as it was mine because I'm like, this is cool. Because when we were standing there, somebody's like, you going to sign a ticket or, or are you going to make Slade do it or what are you going to do? I'm like, Slade's not here, so I, I'm going to, and I wouldn't let Slade do it anyway. <laughs> this, this is my honor. This is my my tournament. Yeah, so. yeah. And, I mean, everybody come up and, and shook your hand and everything, and then they came by and shook mine because we were kind of standing there at the door when everybody was getting ready to leave. And, uh, you know, everybody had a good time. Everybody was, was happy you won it. It was, it was, like I said, it was really cool to watch you win it. And uh, I was really proud of you. And then, then you said you weren't going to go this year. And I said, well, that's cool because Brad, Brad's going this year. You'll go next year. So the Brad will go next year. Yeah. yeah. Brad will go to the one after. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm probably going to end up going to whenever they reschedule it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I just wasn't able to go this year because it was getting too close. It was going to be the, the next month. And I'm oh, like, I didn't, oh, I, oh. I didn't. I didn't plan that I was going to be going, so I don't have the money set aside. Like right. I don't have all those plans set we up. We're all so mad because of, a it got canceled, but b they they were running such a big big tournament that you couldn't go up there because the first year we went up and played in the 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 last chance qualifier, and that's what I was going to do this year. I was going to go get my ticket there because I think they were giving yeah. like thirty tickets away. Yep. And then Brendan came out and said we can't do it because we've got you know two or three hundred people that have won tickets at these at these primes. Yep. And and we can't. And I'm like, well, crap, that ruins it for me getting to play in. That. So we were going to go up and then they said they couldn't even run, you know, the side events because they had so many players for the prime. They took up all their table space that Adepticon would give them yep. that they were going to run Saturday, but they were only going to run like six or eight games. And that was going to be it. And I wasn't going to go all the way to Chicago and spend that money to to, to play six or eight games when I could go to my local store and do the same thing. And it just uh, went downhill from there. Yeah. And it just kind of went down from there from here. And then, then the, the, the virus gods decide, well, let's throw this at them and see what happens. And then all the other crap. And I think it's good that they, they canceled it though. Um, just, just as a public safety thing. I think uh, no matter what you believe about the virus or all the stuff and who's, who's, who's responsible for it. You know, I mean, I think it was a responsible decision to cancel it. That yep. Gen Con, I mean, Gen Con's my, my big, my, my big jam. Uh, I love that's Gen mine. Con. Yeah, I was hoping I like maybe Gen Con sounded like it was gonna stick around. Like it was like, yeah, I mean it'll yeah, be after like, summer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it just and we're like we're fine. Yeah, and it's like I was thinking they're gonna move Worlds to Gen Con that because would... I would love it if they bring Worlds to Gen Con because Gen Con is like it's the tabletop convention. It's like and it's so big you get people coming in from all over the world. I mean Adepticon's the same way too. But like, it's just, but it's Gen just... Con's so awesome, and I was just like I would love to do 
worlds at gen con and i was like that's where they need to move it and then you know gen con gets canceled i'm like ah, there's no i think it's all in the better interest of everybody (laughs) keep them safe keep everybody good i don't know what we've already been talking for over an hour we need to move on yep let's move we need to move you've been talking Um, over an hour i've just been kind of hey you started yeah i'm I'm gonna gonna chalk you up you're a host i know thank you all right um all right so real quick um let's go i'm gonna break down the ladies night archetype because a lot of people always ask me uh, like how to how to how to play the list, what you should bring, what you shouldn't bring, what you should have, what you should do with what you got, and so let's just let's let's take a dive into the uh, into the latest night archetype. So, the most common question I get about uh, this list is you no, know, you know, other than why why on earth is uh, what command cards do you bring with this? So the easiest way I can answer that, and it's going to seem like a cop out answer, but it depends. At first, it'll sound like a cop out answer. It depends who you are your play style, and what pieces of the list you really want to shine. So for me, for example, I love Sabine. Sabine is my favorite rebel unit in the game right now. Um, I like to give her lots of support and make the big plays with her and then let my core units and my other characters shine depending on like what the objective is. So for that reason, all three of my Sabine cards are present. So Explosion, Symbol of Rebellion, and Legacy of Mandalore are all there. Now you could probably cut Symbol... Uh, if you don't think you'll use it, but uh, I know I, I I tend to use it in tricky ways. I like to use it to uh, keep suppression on my opponent, or or uh, keep suppression going on my unit. Or secret option number three: give Sabine a free recover during the middle of the game if you can if you can use it. Um, I would argue that Jin's three pip complete the mission is a must. It is such an amazing rebel card. It's won me so many games, and I've lost count of how many, uh, like, binds it's gotten me out of. Uh, I couldn't ever see cutting it. If I'm ever bringing Jin, complete the mission is going in stapled 100%. Um, and then Leia, Leia's 2-pip is uh, extremely useful, the, the movement. And her 1-pip actually super helped me out, too. So I used to run Sabotage Communications, because I love running that with Sabine, because it gives her the or- I can give the order to her, and then uh, it messes up my opponent's uh, orders if they're not doing, like, their 1-pip or something that turn. But actually, like a couple nights before the event, Bob suggested he was like take out he was like take out sabotage and put in uh, put in coordinated bombardment, and I am super glad he did because it killed those snipers and did the damage on Luke right away in my third game. That's always a good one if you remember not to use it on on a on a uh, uh, the vision card. But uh, yeah, that's an amazing card. You get two two reds three times, and well, it's not a lot. It's, it's enough. Sight. To, yeah, it's 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 enough to to put some suppression on them at very least because you're going to hit at least one of them. Yep. So uh, and that that'll slow them down. And plus, you know, the, they 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 see that they see you're playing Leia, so they're assuming you're going to play it anyway. Um, I like to I like to throw it in like maybe second round, keep keep her back in the background because sure. they expect it first round, so For they sure. hide their stuff. Well, second round comes and they're like, oh well, maybe he doesn't have it in his hand because. You know, he he did played it if he had, so they'll move out, and then you go. Oh, by the way, in third round, you drop that thing on them, and they just go, "Oh crap!" And uh, you put some yeah. pain to them, put yeah. some suppression I, on them. I like to be able to play coordinated bombardment later when I can, but yeah. sometimes my opponent my opponent deploys in such a way, or I can see such an opportunity that sometimes I'm like, I gotta, gotta play it. around one. Because what I like to do is, and I'll go into more of this later, is I like to last first Sabine from round one to a round two explosions play. Yep. To, but I'll yeah. but I'll but I'll get into that in a second. Um, so let's let's go through all of these three, uh, uh, all three of our lovely ladies first, and just kind of briefly touch on 
what each of them does in my list. So we'll start with Leia. Uh, I run Leia with esteemed leader and pretty much nothing else because her job is simple. She sits in the back. She supports the troops. She gives a courage bubble. She inspires. She dodges. And she can shoot decently well in anything that's coming up the flank. Otherwise, I don't really need to rush her forward that much. That might depend based on, based on like how my opponent's playing or where they move their stuff or the map. But in general, that's her goal. Uh, pretty much for me is keep her back, make her a courage bubble, give her inspire dodges, you know, all that, all that, all that good stuff. Support the troops, uh, esteem leader to keep her a little bit alive because she's going to be next to the troops the whole time in case my opponent's like really gunning to kill Leia. But you know, otherwise, whatever. Uh, and then okay, so let's go. Let's let, oh, all right. Let's talk about Sabine because she is also pretty fairly straightforward, at least how I play her. Like I said, I kept my Sabine out. Because she's my big playmaker. I love her. First and foremost, I got to I gotta say Endurance. Now, people are arguing that new uh, card, the one that gives you a tactical. Or not tactical. Um, it's an offensive push. Well, yeah, offensive push. Some people are arguing that. But what's the, the one that they just showed off that was the... Um, the, the it's, a, it's, a, it's a two-point training that you can... Spend oh, dodges for crits. Yeah, um, awareness, situational awareness. Yeah, situational awareness. So that's, that's pretty gonna hot. Be, that's going to be a pretty hot one to put on Sabine, but I'm still going to put endurance on there because she is really, she really needs that endurance because it's arguably the most important upgrade on her, in my opinion, because it comes into play for me every game. She would say, uh, she she would basically always run up and get suppression on her because my opponent's starting to shoot her and we need to uh keep that and we need to keep that suppression down on her so uh that that always comes into play for me uh emergency sims should go on your play big playmaker whoever that is in my case it's sabine yep. and uh back in the previous version of this list i also used to have it on gin but that was before the points changed and it started to get too expensive uh, I, I think Jen is your grabber, and then basically, as long as she can get that thing to Sabine, and then she dies, she dies, I think. Yeah, sometimes. It's, yeah, that's usually how I'll do, like, intercept. Yep. Um, finally, the Dark Saber is really important for, believe it or not, mostly I have it for defense plays. So the Dark Saber is my answer for fast incoming lightsaber users, and Sabine becomes the first line of defense against them. They can't avoid her because she's so fast, and she can wear them down before they get where they're going, or she can just outright stop them herself because she's strong enough to do that. I very commonly will give Sabine orders on turn one and two, like I said earlier, to set up for an explosions play if my opponent has deployed in such a way that allows me to do that. And then from then on, she becomes this opportunistic unit that can do any number of things that I need to depending on what I need. She can dive into more troopers and pick people off or she can play objective or she can play defense for the rest of the army. She's your muscle in, yeah. the, in those final rounds. She, she's your, your no you're not going there. I'm going to punch you in the face or I'm going right, to cut you right. down or I'm going to gunslinger you and your buddies. Exactly. Uh, so okay and then let's talk about Jin real quick. So Jin on the other hand she's opportunistic from the start. So she's really flexible in what she can do, and she offers so many good things, depending on what I still need. Uh, she starts with Infiltrate. Uh, I like to utilize this to place her somewhere on the board. I think she would end up after one or two moves, just to save on action economy. I do, okay, I'm going to be the biggest hypocrite in the world to say this. I don't recommend putting Jin in the middle of the board or someplace where she's just going to get screwed. Uh, because you can, you can really mess up Infiltrate 
like when Jin and Pathfinders first came out, almost everyone tried them and then almost everyone trashed them because of their first couple experiences with it. But that's because you don't really get how infiltrate were. You're like, I'm going to deep strike them just as far as I can just to, just to get, to get in your face. And like, that's, that's not a smart thing to do with her. No, no. Infl- infiltrate is best used for like putting them where you would put them after like one round or one or two move actions just to save on that action economy. And then you can use like quick thinking and just fire and stuff. I think honestly, um, the best thing I ever seen you do with her is you, you had a, a, a a box on top of a building you put her on top of the building you got shot up really bad you jumped off the building you dropped the box you died the next round so bean grabbed it and ran it all the way to the backfield it was yep. just a beautiful play she served her purpose she did like she did in the movie she did her job she got the, yep. the the got the information to where it needed to go and then she died and it was absolutely beautiful because no one could keep up with you you, you hid behind the buildings with her and just basically put your atrts up there and I mean, everybody else did their job. Leia dropped bombs on people's heads in the second round, and it was amazing to see that work. And I actually used that tactic when I run my version of it of putting her out there, and they go, "Oh, we're going to blow her away," you know. And yeah, you're going to blow her away, but you're not you're not seeing the big picture. <laughs> but everyone else is going to win me today. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I, I'll I'll, which, I'll I'll sell her off to 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 win. Yeah. Which is sadly kind of how I play her on those objectives. Is I'm just like, all right, I'm going to put you here assuming that you're gonna like maybe you'll make it through round one but i'm gonna assume you dead after after round one and then if you live longer awesome i'll, I'll work with that um she makes <laughs> a good good to get the thing out there and then basically just use her as as a target shooter and and pop people yeah. because you start shooting people with it they notice her then they're gonna put bullets in her or blasts into her and they're gonna ignore the rest of your 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 backfield playing and that's when you make your move with those guys and just just let her perish i mean it's it's sad, but you know that's yeah. what's, what her job is. Make it let them do their job. So that's Just like Kenobi said that they're doing their job, so we can do ours. Yep, basically. And yeah, that's so. so in, a, in a nutshell, that's my recommendation for uh, infiltrate. At least is it's on recover the supplies or vaps. I'm pretty much always putting her on some kind of objective. I shouldn't, but I do. It's more terrain dependent. Like you were talking about, like with the building and like what I was talking about, game one with the bushes and stuff. If you if there's a good spot she can do her job and then quickly duck and hide to, totally worth it every time. Uh, and then that paired with her main upgrade that I give her, duck and cover. Uh, the first time she gets shot at, you're just going to give her that suppression, and then hopefully that can buffer that first volley that she's going to get. After that first shot, you're danger sense too. And you yeah, can she, arguably she was for that. Yeah, and you can arguably do that with the second volley if you need to, and put her at danger sense three before you roll but then you're going to be at four after that shot and it's going to really start stacking up really fast. So uh, I don't like to do that necessarily too much because I don't want to bog her down to where she can't even do anything afterward. I always want her to have those two actions. because That endurance is, works good to, to, to clear that. Yeah. Out if you do want to play ballsy, but I don't like playing ballsy like that. Like she, uh, she's got a job to do. Let her do it and, and yeah, then I'm, let her get ended. I, I, I'm, I'm usually pretty, I'm usually pretty happy with, I can, I can, I've I found a way to get Sabine or Sabine to get Jin to where the endurance isn't going to bog her down and I don't need endurance. Because uh, usually I can just pull stuff off of her or I can just choose not to at the end of the round. So I usually like to play her on the lower side of the equation and then I end up getting one or two more and I can just pull it off at the end of the round and then it's, and then it's fine. Uh, so now I, her, her A180 is, the other tool that I like to that I like to bring because it's that range three, uh, Pierce one, uh, surge crit, and that's really nice. And I like to deploy her with that. 
It's just a baby sniper rifle. It's yeah, awesome. Yeah, baby sniper rifle, and it's really and it's really great. Um, I I haven't run the list yet with the new pistol that uh that that Cassian and K two offer, but I remember looking at it and I was like, there might be a place for this in my list. I'd have to cut something obviously because I'm already at seven ninety nine, but um, I, it's it, it might be worth it might be worth playing with because that's a pretty that's a pretty nasty looking gun. Um, if she's close enough to uh the enemies or the objective to if she has time to swap to her pistol i say go for it but her rifle will pretty much get whatever job you need done more or less it, it does the work i i've never switched it over on her i've never seen a reason that that it's going to do anymore i've done it if it's just like i'm on the center of the i'm not moving i could quick i could quick thinking but i think i'm just going to switch to a180 and just give me two reds instead of two blacks uh, because I'm pretty sure she's just going to sit here and pistol shot the rest of the game. I'll just be like, sure, recover, switch it over to the pistol, and pop, pop. And uh, it's it, it's pretty good. But if, you, but if you're like, ah, I'd rather just have the aims, I would just rather do aim black, black, white shots, I'm like, yeah, go for it then. Like, that's that's good too. There's I don't think there's a wrong answer there. Um, I just wouldn't say it's not worth switching over to the pistol if you think you've got time. So the other things I have in the list are, you know, two ATRTs with rotary blasters. Those are really great platforms for bringing cover and doing damage. They are those surge crit five black monsters that I'm like, yes, do it. Bring bring all the damage in, crit all the damage on, and just lay waste. Uh, you can get them up on cover. Really the one who taught me how to use them is Paul Watson. Uh, because he he whooped me with a triple RT list at the RPQ the year prior, and ever since that game, I was like, I'm never underestimating RT, ATRTs again. It, it's amazing to see them standing on top of a building, going, "How in the hell did that thing get up there?" Yeah, and then it, yeah. And all you hear is that, <laughs> and then it just yeah, unloads. And then it's like, and I can see you behind your behind your small barricade because I'm I'm a huge walker up on a building. Yeah, it's so, beautiful. Yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Through Great tactic. Uh, so that's also like. Sabine and the two RTs are kind of my like. Did you bring tanks? That's my defense. Because you got like the dark saber and you got two crit uh, guns, gun platforms that are armored. It's like okay, this is my this is my anti vehicle, anti Jedi defense. Like I need crits. Those yeah. are my answers. Um, you got your two snipers. You know, pretty standard for getting rid of a or for like picking off unit leaders and stuff. Um, and then to go with the two RTs, I have the four rebel core units. Two of them are just kind of, or two of them are just naked. They're like, you know, back cap objective holders, whatever. Um, but two of them have the astromechs. So what I like to do is I like to run the two ATRTs, um, wherever I need to run them, like down some lanes. And then I like to keep one squad of our, uh, the astromech rebels right behind them. So they move. Uh, together in tandem, the RTs will move up, and then they'll move up behind them, and they'll keep them keep them healed. And usually, my opponents, uh, they it, it really makes my opponents either have to commit to putting everything into my RTs, or just give up on them. And I'm good both ways because if that was another uh, Paul Watson trick that he yep. he taught. That was awesome. Yep. Yeah, agree. Watching yeah, him yeah, play yeah, that I... army was amazingly good for for both of us playing Ladies Night because it it you know my version has two ATRTs in it and. Uh, like yours and I, that's where I started using those droids to, to at least, you know, fix two points. Two points yep. is better than nothing. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. uh, it was, it, it was, it's, it was very good to, uh, to get that learning experience in the hard way because then, you know, then I picked it up. I was like, I can do that. Uh, and yeah, so the astromechs have been real. Uh, oh, that's what I'm saying. I'll, I'm good either way. If you want to commit everything into shooting at my ATRTs and take them off the board, 
awesome, go for it. Because that's just going to leave my three playmaker uh, character models from that's going to that's going to leave them to do what they need to do. Or are you going to just ignore the ATRTs and go for the characters or the troopers or something? I'm also like, fine, go ahead, and do it that way. You're leaving my ATRTs, which are my five black dice crit monsters that are just going to be gunning you down <laughs> the whole time. So, you know, it's 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 effective either way, because both of the both you, you got to focus on one of those one of those two things. And whatever you don't focus on is is going to is, is good enough to bite you in the butt. So I think that's I think that's it for uh, what I wanted to talk about. I kind of wanted to touch on the uh, the battle cards to bring. But I kind I was gonna I was gonna talk about it with just the cards that are out. But now Vital Assets is like out slash not out slash out. I don't have it yet. But I've played I've played I've played a couple of things with it. Um, I think I'll have to edit this out if I was wrong. But I think Sean was talking about wanting to wanting me to write an article for for Ladies Night and put that up for 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 Legion Academy. Definitely so I might I might I might I'll I'll I'll, I'll I might I might still do that. Because I thought I was going to get everything out in this in this podcast, but I, I don't know if I'm going to. I kind of got I, I touched on the most important stuff anyway, like how to play how to play them each, how what what you should take on each of them, and kind of like where to place them, where I like to place them, and where I like to go. I think maybe I'll write the article and I'll touch on the battle cards as well. The battle cards we we need to touch on the new ones too because there's yeah, that one that lets you bring your, your your artillery and stuff in really yep, close. Yep. So I think that would be really good with ladies' night with the RTs because yeah. I know it works really good with tanks. I was watching guys Saturdays that were using it with the with the droid tanks and it just it'll mess your world up. But uh, yeah, I think there's it'll work. There's also a version of the list that I've thought about, which cuts out one rebel trooper and one astromech droid. And brings in R two, but I still haven't. Or uh, I still haven't. I still haven't thought about it all the way yet. R two is amazing. We'll have to I get into him so much. next time. He works great with the Republic. Like I yeah. said, he he basically has 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 a, a carrier like a car car carrier for your drink on the back of my tank. Um, he saved he saved my tank so many times. That four points he can throw out. Uh-huh. Is, it's just freaking amazing. And and you put R two or three uh, PO with him. And and just bug the crap out of out of one of your your your, your units and oh, yeah. get the extra bonus things and that share on the tokens is great with them guys. Uh, a lot of people don't like it because it gives you that stress, but you know it's one stress. Who cares? I I find I end up putting it on themselves. Yeah, Most it works time. on them too. If you want to do, I'm I'm not a big secret mission guy yet. I haven't I haven't dicked around with it too much. So I'm, I'm you'll I'm, love I'm, it if you love I'm, it as much as I love it. We're gonna be in business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I I just like using him to repair stuff, man. That four four extra things, and oh, yeah. his extra stuff in three PO to me are are great with my troops. I mean, yeah, you just you can throw them out there. You can get your dodges out there. You can do all kinds of fun stuff. All right, Bob. I think we've gone on long enough. You have anything else good. to add, though? Nope. I think we're good, man. Uh, good to talk to everybody. Uh, hopefully, hopefully we're we're doing what we need to do to keep this thing going. Um, I think it sounds good, but. Uh, All right, well, uh, until next time, everybody, I hope you had a dice time with us today. Go out and make today even better. Yep. Everybody be good, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. Go out and get some games in.